0: She's pulling. Part-
1: to 21ism.com Sound Culture Renaissance We curate, craft and amplify Bitcoin inspired creativity Featuring in this month's word block is everyone's favourite, Jeff Booth Jeff blew all of our minds with his book The Price of Tomorrow and continues to share his great insight with the space and has um, well very much become one of us Diving into Jeff's story and to glean a little bit of uh, information about how he got to where he is today is our very good friend, the host of the Once Bitten podcast, Daniel Prince. Enjoy this stellar rip. Okay, yeah, we are we are recording all right jeff it's great to get to hang out with you again uh doing this one for the 21ism guys that are featuring you as uh, the next block uh as the writer of um of their project and uh your book obviously um the price of tomorrow uh i should get i should i'm gonna write the whole thing the price of tomorrow why deflation is key to an abundant future uh so that's why you're here and um badders so badminton uh hodler than now uh who's running the 21ism really wanted to to have you on the show uh so we could learn a little bit more about you and your personal life and uh you know what shaped you and your thinking uh and i think they're going to showcase one of the chapters from your book as well so welcome to this one mate it's uh, it's great to see you again
0: thanks buddy great to see you too
1: so what, what, what's been going on since uh, I last saw you, other than the heat wave you've just ex- explained?
0: Um, I missed you in Miami. That was pretty, that was yeah. pretty epic. Um, <laughs> I, I really wish you were there. It was, a, I, it was, it was incredible. It was really incredible. Um, just a, a complete love-in, it felt like. It was just just really great people. Come on, you got to give us a few stories. What was it like meeting some of the plebs and, uh, and getting to hang out with uh, well, that, people? That's what, I, that's what I mean. Like it was so I couldn't take a step in there without getting hugs or, uh, or photos taken and everything else. But 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 that's what it was so cool. You're just hanging out.
1: Wow. Yeah, think about that. So that's a great point. You're in this microcosm of people that are all on the same page that are all holding Bitcoin, that all understand it at a pretty deep level. Some, there's probably a spectrum of that understanding I'm assuming. You you have complete noobs or people that are pre-coiners that are there and curious to like the the, the level that you're, the the depth of understanding you have. But that was evident across like the whole thing.
0: That's what it felt like. It just felt like just people with a long-term bias and 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 honestly like you can imagine in any group, you're going to get a wide range of people. Um, but but by and large, there's like it, I, I can't actually think of a person who came up to me and we chatted for a long time that I thought I thought that, that I don't want to be around this person. It was the exact opposite that was these are really awesome people. So more conferences is what we need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've I've only been to one so far in Biarritz, uh, and I'll be going again this year. Uh, all of the talks that were hosted in French, so that was very difficult. But uh, in the bars and restaurants around, which were still restricted, heavily restricted here in France, um, it was a much better vibe. But looking forward to getting to get into, you know a, a real big one and uh, and meeting everybody. That that. Those those rooms must have been packed. Well, I had Peter on the other day, and he was telling me about some behind the scenes stories, and uh, you know, the, the main stage just going crazy when, when Max and, and Michael came on. And it must have been just so amazing. Were, were you in the main room
0: when, when Jack dropped the? Yeah, I, I was be I was behind the stage. So because I, I was on just after them. So 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 yeah, we chatted backstage, and then they went. So yeah, I saw them from beside the stage.
1: That must have been amazing. So when, when they drop, when Jack was up there
0: dropping the news about El Salvador, what what was going through your mind? I, I will say this: that one was uh, that one was even a surprise for me. That was I, I, I did not it, kind of in my playbook um, that that advanced what uh, what I thought would happen. It's it's incredible. It's it's incredible. It's, I don't think it be uh, I don't think anybody was expecting that as the next move. From a, from a government. So if we play that out,
1: let's give it 18 months, two years, and that country starts to have the same feel as that, what you were talking about as the convention. I mean, imagine that, like, you know, th- this is how
0: it's going to change society. Well, well, it's, it has that feel right now. I, I would say it has that feel right now. There's a feeling of hope. There's a instead of people don't realize it, I think, but there's a feeling of like a deep feeling of despair in the existing system, and they don't know why, and it and it's feeding back on itself, and it's driving a whole bunch of conspiracy theories, and everybody's all over the map. And it's, it, when when you corrupt money at the base level, corruption is everywhere, and 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 so, or you could say when you have misinformation at the base level of currency. You have misinformation everywhere, and and that seems like a pretty easy thing to understand. Because it, let's say, Princey, you and I are, are are best friends, and I know you're lying to me. Will I trust anything you say? And 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 so uh, nothing you say, what I would believe again. So if as as people start to realize that governments, it's a it's a complete lie around inflation. Then that that spreads and spreads and spreads, um, and Bitcoin is the exact opposite side of that. So so when I see what's happening in El Salvador right now, and I see I see because I'm connected to a bunch of the different people just because of my space in um, in this community, and so a bunch of people follow me. When I see those people that are hopeful on uh, a uh, driving to a to a hopeful future it's just exactly the opposite side of the coin is really exciting I uh, on my on my round the world trip next year I'm for sure going to El Salvador it's going to be one of the places but but I, I'll I expect by that time next year there's going to be a whole bunch of a whole, a whole bunch more countries that are adopting
1: yeah I remember you um Talking to me about an, an around the world trip, have you got things in place? This is uh, the, uh, the big plan for the Booth family.
0: Yeah, I would say we have. Uh, so, so uh, by the way, I uh, recommend right now everybody take a read of your book too. So, my <laughs> wife's read it and everything else. And I'd say that the, because the, um, your book starts with why you want to convince your partner to do it and everything else. And are you guys on the same page? So, we had to get through all of that before we were, because we, because um, we were on the same page from minute one. Um, and and so it was more how to do it. was more how to do it. <laughs> and uh, and and we'll just, we'll figure it out. It, I think a big part of it comes down to um, what's open, what, what are restrictions in different areas. And so we'll figure it out by that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the, the plan is to go for a year uh, and just bounce yeah. around between different countries. And uh, yep. y- y- your kids are what age now?
0: Uh, 16, uh, 15 and 13. How do they feel about it? Um, I think generally great. Um, uh, wonder about missing friends and stuff, but we'll fly back. Uh, what we'll, what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll do legs of the trip, then fly back and then do another leg of uh, a trip. So, so we'll, we'll make it work for everybody. If you'd have told
1: me at 13 years of age. Dan, we're going to take you out of school and take you on a trip around the world for a year. I don't think I would have, I, I don't know what I would have said, you know, it, it's weird. But when, when that news does hit the kids, because I, I had it when, when we took hours away, um, the, our oldest was eight. Uh, so it was a bit of a different sell, but I still push back. Like I'm like, what are you put? like, I'm going to take you out of school, like that place you don't like. <laughs> and we're going to go do whatever we want. Uh, did, did you have any kind of weird reactions?
0: So probably exactly what you just said, um, but but not nearly like I thought. I thought it would actually uh, they would uh, they'd be more against it. But our family has traveled a lot already, and so they know the experience of what this could look like. And and, and we're we're super close as a family, so so this is gonna I I, I suspect it's gonna be great.
1: I know it's going to be great, and I can't wait to uh, to hear some of the stories. When, uh, when well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm, I'm going to visit you at some point. Yeah, yeah or, or you might find us uh, crossing paths yeah. on the way because we want to get going again. You know, um, yeah. that the seeing what's going on in uh, South Africa and, and Australia uh, locking down again, it's a stark warning for you know the rest of us here in well europe and america cuz once summer's over i think they're going to do it i think they're going to lock everybody down and i don't want to be any part of that again
0: yeah i do too i do i do too and that's actually why we're pretty flexible where we go mm-hmm. we'll just we'll, uh, we'll 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 pick the best spots at the time
1: right well, mate, like um, like I said, we wanted to get to the um, the heart of, of who Jeff Booth is. So, I've been doing a little bit of snooping, mate. I don't even know whether uh, you knew some of this information was out there, but uh... oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll start we'll start right way back. Um, and uh, the, well, the the first the first bit of information I, I found was uh, you were born in Regina, Saskatchewan. So I can't even say that, how do you say that?
0: Regina, Saskatchewan. Which is where? Which is kind of midway through, um, it would be the plains of Canada. So it would be midway through a province in the middle of Canada.
1: And then it goes on to say, but in 1970, you moved to Vancouver with uh, with your family. So, what what I'm kind of interested in uh, that was obviously uh, a big decision for your father or your mother or, or the pair of them at that point. Do you remember that? What what was going on during those days?
0: Yeah, so I was I was one. So no, <laughs> I don't remember it. But but here's what I can piece together after uh, after this. And 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 remember all of our memories, there are memories that might not match my parents' memories of the, right, but, but here's uh, here's what I could piece together. And by the way, both my parents' families were really close too, but my parents dropped out of school to have me um, and got married uh, with, with, probably because of me. <laughs> um,
1: what, what age were they at that point?
0: Uh, 20 and 21. Wow. And so, so you have close families on the other side and you have uh, the kids leaving school because, uh, because the kids on the, uh, on, on the way. And so probably a bunch of moving here was to get away from that. Um, and, uh, and, 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 uh, and then my brother was born a year later. Um, and then another brother uh, five years later. And, and I would say my, um, our family uh has always been super close growing super close growing up maybe because of that they had to make it work family friends around here uh, around here but they moved away, developed really close friends family here um and and my growing up my i could didn't have a care in the world we weren't wealthy at all um but that is, that's not what you think about as a kid. You think about how many times you can play outside with your friends and 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 all of that. How close your family is? Is that a good? Is that a great structure? So it was it had nothing to do with money. It was just a really great uh, family experience growing up. And what
1: uh, what was your father's business? What was he uh, into at the time? So uh,
0: at, the, at the at the start he was, uh, he actually went in to be a car salesperson. Um, and, and, but that took him away from the family for, for, for a lot of time. He was, I guess, trying to make ends meet with a young, a, a young family. And then, um, then my mom went into real estate in 1978 and real estate was a good place to be. So then my dad went into real estate as well. Um, my, my dad went into real estate as a reason to stop Stop working so hard so he could spend more time he could he couldn't stand not being home at the end of the day when we came home uh so he went into real estate because he thought that was a, a a good way forward
1: do you think that's shaped how you've grown up and, and parented your own kids looking back on uh, on on those days
0: well i i, I would say that I, I i'd say this we are all a, a, a um part of our experiences. And so uh, we don't know when we were growing up and everything else how, is how much those experiences inform our own decisions. And sometimes sometimes people you're either running towards something or running away from something. So sometimes when you have I think about this, these types of things often, like what what takes, let's take take a family of five kids, and an abusive abusive relationships and everything else. And one of those kids, will, will go exactly the opposite direction. And four will follow, uh, follow the same path, or two will follow. And, and, and I think that's what ends up happening in our brains is uh, we either are running away from something or running towards something. And I was fortunate that, uh, that for the most part, I was running towards something I had. uh, So and I wrote a little bit about this in the opening chapter of the book, um, that, that you you forget how much you you I think you discount how much of an advantage you have in life when you start there. When you start there with all of that uh, as a as a structure and and move forward. So then does it does it impact the way I, I parent? Absolutely. It impacts the way I parent today.
1: That's very cool. So I've already drawn another... I've already connected two dots here. You, you said that your your parents dropped out of university. Um, in 1988, Booth enrolled at the University of British Columbia, but left to pursue entrepreneurial endeavors. So, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, I guess. <laughs> right. um, but the... Um, it, it's, it's, I've talked about this before, that this, this phrase, you know... Um, Many people would call you a dropout, right? You dropped out of university. To me, you opted out, right? You you looked at the information that you had at hand and you made a well-informed decision and you opted out of staying around for another couple of years that was probably not going to lead you where you needed to go at, well, certainly lead you further into debt, even more in today's um, kind of ridiculous payment schemes that uh, universities have dreamt up. But how, how do you think, well, first of all, what was going on? Like, what, what, what did make you turn around and challenge
0: the system that you were in at that point and opt out? Well, you know me now, and um, and I've always challenged the system. That's actually how you create value. Everybody else think, thinks this is there's only one way in a business and everything else, and and you question that doesn't make any sense, and you go to where there's no one. Or you go to where to delivering value in a different place. In fact, my book is at a meta level of that exact same thing. You know, when a re, it, just, it just takes the exact same process of of developing value into a whole nother realm. Um, but that's what I've done my whole life, and including in school. What what most people don't know is I was in an en- enriched program through uh, through high school, and so you're 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 taken out of the regular school and you're saying, you're put into this small group of people that say, are, are the most intelligent and they have the, and, 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 um, and at that time going through school, I would say that was a terrible experience. And, and because all my friends, because I had friends in the Enriched Program obviously as well, but most of my friends were outside of it. And, and you were looked at as different who's the, the, and, and, you know, going through school at that time, um, the, the, if you're, if you're, if you're one of the smart, really smart kids that asked to, you don't want to be that person in front of you, you just want to fit in. And, and so I, I remember it uh, because I dropped out of that programming in grade uh, 11 uh, to my parents were so angry, <laughs> but I would not go, I would not go back in, but wor- worse, if you want to kind of, a, a um, what an ass I was, I turned my back on a whole bunch of my friends from that that program, to try to fit in to the rest of society, you could say, or the school. And, and it was the worst school year of of my life, I did, like, I did things <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll go into it. I I would because because at that time I would steal tests. I would steal the, 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 the test because no one would expect me to. I would create uh, copies and 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 give the tests out and everything else and um and it, um but I, I was fighting everything just to try to be normal. And what I realized from that year after uh. Funny enough, we came up to Cultus that summer, and 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 I re- realized, what am I doing? Um, I'm trying to fit into everybody else's plan, um, and I've lost myself. And 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 the next year I came back, and I said, I don't care if I have one friend, I but I'm going to be me, um, from this moment on, no more ever and and everything changed. What I realized is every single other person on the planet is going through the exact same thing. They're trying to fit in. And, and, and so I just, funny enough, it's still the same. The way I think today is I'm just going to be be me, I'm going to be wide open to everybody and everything else. And I don't care if this friend does this, and this friend does something totally different. But I'm gonna be open to everything else. And, and, and that world, the, the, everything changed, and the abundance came to me. And so if I take that forward into then I thought, okay, well, great. So grade 12 was incredible. Uh, um, so you, you could be smart, you could be in sports, you could do all of these things, you could be at every part, you could cold every party, you could you everything uh, um change, uh, changed. And so I, then I didn't know what I wanted to do in university. And so I went to uh, university. And and it was just too slow. It was just painfully slow, and and so you're sitting there going through classes, realizing that this is not going to get me to anywhere that I want to get to. Why am I here? Um, so so it was a it was a hack to get into business. It was okay. I'm just going to jump into a business, and and that's why I jumped dropped out of university.
1: What were you studying there? What what were the lessons uh, that you'd I, chosen to? I, it's take? a
0: general arts program. So, uh, uh, but 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 yeah a, a general arts program but remember i wasn't in it for very long <laughs> <laughs> when, when when you when you read six months it actually was probably more like three <laughs> yeah. and what
1: what age were you when you had that epiphany then about like i'm going to go back and just be myself could i i don't understand the grades of 11 and 12 so the, so
0: the, that would have been grade uh so that would have been 17 okay and and, and 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 that change that change. You uh, by the way, you still see people fighting that at forty five and fifty mm-hmm. and everything else. And and when you understand uh, that that piece um, of yourself, and, and and then then it actually turns inside. And you re- what you realize is everything's about what you do. It's not what about what other people do. And instead of being a victim and everything else, it's all accountability on what you uh, on what you do. And so if you don't like your the mirror of your life, if you don't like the reflection, look in the mirror, because it's you. 100%. Yeah. And and, and so that was a really important lesson at that age. That by the way, one of the things today, even um, I was on this podcast uh, the other day, and somebody's saying, well, how successful you are and everything else, people look at other people through this view, and, and they bias because they don't know what, what it took to get there. Um, and, and that bias, so, so they, they, they don't know all the hardships or anything else. I have no problem sharing from the So all of the stupid things I did, because they inform the, the learnings to get to the other side. And so I have zero problem. It, like um, it, people think that I'm like this today, because I was always like this, that is so far from the truth. <laughs> the mistakes you make and the, 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 the things that you realize that you're holding back your own success. Um, to get through uh, to get that through that and that was one of them and it was at a really young age and you're so right about you know
1: people are still fighting this at at any age and um it 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 took me a while to realize you know once I stepped away from my career and and we'd started our our own journey and and traveling with the kids and stuff that that was the first time that I was allowing myself to be me and I think uh I, I did write about it in the book and you might remember but I um analogized it to analogized it to wearing a mask um which is you know very much in the uh the um mainstream today but like where you 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 wear a mask for different people as well like whether it's your peers whether it's your colleagues whether it's your um clients whether it's your boss whether it you know it turned out even when it was your spouse and sometimes your kids um but you know for me did Stepping away from that and then ultimately discovering Bitcoin really just helped me, you know, just take that off. Like, no more of that bullshit. Going to start being me. Going to start, you know, uh, trying to portray the ethics that I truly know are inside me and the, uh, you know, the the moral fiber that we have and that we were born with.
0: It's, It's a weird journey to go through, though and um, a lot of people a lot of people find that through through bitcoin like if you're saying people mm -hmm. that are in bitcoin pretty pretty deep i think i'd agree with you a lot of people find that true through bitcoin the truth is for me i found it way before that um and if you had always asked anybody in my businesses or anybody family or 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 friends or anything else and it is a wide range of characters (laughs) um it um it's I'm the same person, I show up the exact same person in every single experience. So I don't try to I don't try to be somebody different. But but again, when I saw how bad that was, in at that age, it just, um, I, I figured I'd never do that again, ever, because I uh, because of uh, that experience. So I was so, again, when I think about all of those experiences, first going into that enrich program, then fighting it and, and like all of those experiences are net really positive because they changed my life in, the, in, in because of that uh, because of that learning yeah for sure
1: now you've i mean if do you find being armed with that knowledge and having made that decision at such a young age you can see through people very very quickly it's
0: you're completely I can see through people, they're completely transparent to me. And it gives me a massive edge in, in business. And it gives me a massive edge in relationships. Um, and and I use this, uh, I've used this example a number of times I use this example in every single business. So I don't know if I've done this with, with you before. But every single one of us is I, I, I call it uh, wearing a sign on their forehead pointed outwards, that everyone else Have we talked about this before. No, go ahead. So a sign on the forehead that pointed outwards that everyone else can read. You can read and, and what that sign says is it's precisely what's holding that person back. Hmm. And then we interact with all of these people and we see their signs on their forehead and we call them friends and we don't tell them what's on the sign. Right. Right. And yeah. uh, so you're thinking about this right now. I can yeah. see this. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, and we don't tell them what's on the sign. And why don't And you, you ask after you ask yourself, why don't we tell them what's on the sign? Um, and they're a friend, if they're a friend, then we're wasting their time. And they're wasting our time if we can't tell them what's on the sign. And why we won't tell them what's on the sign is we tell ourselves a lie. And the lie goes something like this. I don't want to hurt their feelings. How do I know that's a lie? Because we know have no problem telling what's on the sign to every other person, right? So, so we waste our time telling what's on the sign to other people, but we won't tell them because we pretend it's about them. And it's about our insecurity in being truthful with them. It's about our, and because we don't want to lose them as a friend. We don't want to, uh, so we, we spend our time with those people and we won't tell them and that in it, 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 what a waste of time for everybody involved if you want a life hack do the exact opposite your your friends don't ever tell anything that's on their sign to anybody else never talk about that only tell them and 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 now if i think about this the other side of this view you'll you'll think about one or two people in your life that made that difference and gave you an ability to change your life mm-hmm. what they do is they from a place of love, they they turn the sign around. And they and they say, they, they say to you, be, because they care more about you than what you think about them. They would never tell anybody else, but they'll tell you, here's what you're doing to be able to stop your success, or here's what you're doing. Um, and, and I'd say, my, my former business partner said, said this, he goes, you make everybody cry, and they love you for it but nobody knows the reason, right? <laughs> because, because, in, because, because in that, I just feel like a, a, this weight, if I'm going to spend time with somebody, they don't have to change. I'm not, it's not for me, it's for, for them. But if I'm going to spend time with somebody that, uh, that is, is burning their life everywhere and they don't know the reason, why wouldn't I tell them? And, 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 and so if you just think about that hack in amount of, because we don't all have limited time in our lives, if you think about that hack to develop really deep relationships, um, that are, that they do it for other people do it to, for you, you do it for them. It's a learning hack, and it's a relationship hack that changes your life. Uh, but most people won't 99% of people won't do that. Now, let's carry that forward. And use some examples. What does and, and why are those exact? Why do we do this in the first place? So most we're aligned for love first. And that sounds that that sounds really soft. But everything in your life, including money, including family, including everything in your life, you're designed actually around trying to get love, belonging and love. But we don't know how you have different things that you've uh, are uh, you've put it up to try to get that feeling. And so let's use that exact same thing we just talked about as one of and we'll use a, a type of personality to try to get that love. And let's use the victim. Right. So the person who is being a victim isn't trying to be a victim. They're trying to get that feeling of they matter. That's what, so the the how they get the feeling is through being a victim. And for a while, everybody comes to them and says, oh, you okay, are you okay, are you okay? And then it stops working, and they push every friend away because no friend tells them, and they push all the friends away. Now they're left on their own as a victim, and what do they do? They double down being a victim, more, more drama. Because what worked for them to get belonging and love is now no longer working, and, and, and so they double down and, and, and try to get it through the exact same principle that they used to get it, and nobody tells them. And, and so I find that profoundly sad. I, I, I and so I'm the person who tell uh tells them, but that same thing, now you use a victim and everybody else. Uh, now, every, everyone that's listening to this will say, Oh, yeah, 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 I get it. Just the victim. But we all do the same thing. We do it everywhere the the ceo that works 80 hours a, a a week to to uh to that tells himself a lie that says it's all for my family um while they never see their family is actually making the exact same thing and what they're doing is the sign on their head is pushing away the thing they want most most because they're try because they're getting that love and belonging through the uh, through uh through a different way and so and again, this doesn't, it's not good or bad and everything else. But when you, you ask, is this transparent to, uh, to you? Can you see this in people? I see it in everybody. And it's so easy to see when you built your life around, around this, when you understand it in yourself, the things I, um, maybe I'll make this personal first for a second. The book itself. You, so the book turns into an international bestseller and everybody wants to talk to you. You, you become a friend right out, out, out of this but but now I get asked to be on podcast three times a day uh, the British uh, the British military wants me to speak to the entire British military there's uh, there's uh, uh, non what would that do it feels really good it's the same love and belonging and if I don't watch myself I would say yes all the time and I would lose the things that are most important to me around the rest of my life or the balance around my life, rest of my life, my friends, family, every, everything else, for this feeling. And so it's just as much in me and everything else. If that, if that wasn't prevalent in our lives, Facebook wouldn't work. TikTok wouldn't work. Nothing like that would work. It's, a, it's, a, it, it, it's, it's in all of us, and we have to watch that. When we say this and the path that we're choosing is it really the path we want or is it, or have we told ourselves this lie and our friends, hopefully they're really close friends. They'll keep us honest.
1: How do really close friends do that? When, when you, um, because it's, like you said, it's very, very difficult, but when you come up against one of these situations and perhaps one of your friends is, is playing the victim and you've seen them go into level two and doubling down on, you know, whatever it is that they're projecting, um, how do you turn that around? Do, do you have like, what would be a specific example for, for victim behavior right now that
0: uh, is kind of prevalent everywhere, would you say? So, so what, I, what I'm getting at is when you, when you aggregate it everywhere, mm-hmm. you miss what's happening individually. This is an individual conversation, and I could never have this conversation everywhere. The, the general rule, what I just said, is everywhere. But each person has a different sign on their head and what's holding them back. And, and, and all I can tell you is uh, for me, my life feels abundant everywhere, I could want nothing more, I, I like I can't believe what what my family looks like, friends look like it, it, this, we've never met in person, I feel a deep bond connection uh, uh, to you over to the time that we've met through this. Uh, we've talked about your, your, your place in Thailand and everything else and my business in Thailand and everything else. So, and I feel that way a bunch of, about, a whole, that's what I got from the Bitcoin conference too, a bunch of people that I'd, uh, uh, that, that I'd met. But individually, and um, if, some, if something was holding back a friend of mine, I would tell them in an instant. And I would tell them because it's out of love. It's because I want, I, it's not for me. It's, it's not because I'm trying to, it's because I see something that's, that's stopping the abundance in their life man
1: you face that down and uh, like you you pull someone aside and you just say hey look this this is what's holding you back Um, and that could be one of a hundred different things I suppose but you've got to be acutely aware of what it is that they are um, fighting I guess
0: yeah and and maybe and I would say I would say the way I say it is important too nobody wants to hear that thing you can imagine, you can imagine that that's actually why it's so it's a personal conversation that you never talk to about anybody else. But, um, but, uh, but those those things that we because we have all sorts of reasons why this must be true, because our whole life is around blocking, but the victim, uh, the victim uh, archetype or whatever is a good example. uh, Because they don't know it's true all their friends know it true. Everybody they, they come in contact with knows it's true. The signs face outwards, everyone can see it and no one tells them. And they keep building their life around it. Trying desperately to get the love and belonging that they want, not realizing they're pushing away with all their might, the thing they want most. And it's all there in an instant, if they could change. But they think it's the world conspiring against them. And it's them conspiring against the world. And, and so, but that's, that's true for every one of those signs. And a lot of that
1: conditioning, uh, and and a lot of listeners probably know where I'm going to take this, you you can wind back to, you know, early years at school. And, you you know, you're carrying a lot of psychological kind of traumatic experiences, uh, you know, whatever that might be. That uh, just gets projected out through the rest of your life. Maybe you're told at school you're no good at math or you can't spell or, you know, you, you know, anything like that. You, you just carry on as like that's your outward sign and you yeah. can never break through it. Uh, but something that seems so basic at the time just holds you back for the rest of your life.
0: Exactly. And it keeps reinforcing. You don't even know it's there. You, 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 you don't, most people don't even know it's there. And then when you say school, or family structure, or or losing a parent, or losing losing brother, or losing, not, like all of these things, can the way we wire them have dramatic implications on on the way we show up in the rest of our lives. Have you ever studied psychology or read about it, or is this just like? Oh, deep? Yeah, so I I would say yes, but but I've studied. I'll get I'll get a, a part of a topic or whatever, whether it's quantum mechanics, whether it's a, and, and and or artificial intelligence or psychology, or uh, and I will chase it to the ground and I'll read everything on it, and then I'll come back and I'll go to a different topic. But so yes, I've read a bunch of different psychology. Never uh, never in school, but I read a whole bunch of psychology.
1: Right. That that explains a little bit then because uh, you, you seem deeply knowledgeable about this, but you just mix in what you've read with your own personal experiences and coming to your own conclusions and obviously very good ones at that. So,
0: all right. So ho- ho- hopefully, very hopefully. Good. <laughs> but, but, but but again, but again I, I, I'm responsible for my life. Yes. Right. A hundred percent accountability for, uh, for my life. And, and when I find something that, that, that is generally across population and it, it then it must be true for me too. Mm-hmm. And so so I try to explore that and say, where is it? Where, where is it? And reconstruct maybe this is kind of in first principles, right to to say, to, to say, what is the thing driving this, and try to get to that to that depth.
1: Did you almost not write the book? I, I think I already know the answer to this, but uh, did you have to face down a few demons before you even put pen to paper, or
0: you know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so ten years of talking about this topic and um, and not understanding, but I, I I thought it was such a logical conclusion that everybody saw it, and I was waiting for somebody else to to do it, and I was getting more and more mad that why are we talking about all of this bullshit, all this noise, when nobody's talking about the thing driving at all. Um, And so um, the book itself, by the way, it turned out, I would say that the probabilities of it turning out, but like, like it did, and and it wasn't taking off, were about uh, 0.0001. Right. So I thought it would be exactly the opposite. I, th- I thought when when, when I told uh, when I told Kelly, and my wife that um, that I had to write it, um, it I, I said, most likely when you're going up against the financial system like this, um, the most likely uh, uh, cha- thing that's going to happen out of this is if anybody reads it, I will be made look a, look like a fool. Because because there's too much ingrained in power in, in the existing financial system, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna be look like, like a complete outlier, um, and maybe after my death, people will say I was right, but that I, I said we have to be prepared for that consequence because it could impact every one of my businesses. People might not want me on their boards. People might, might not. It might mean a really really negative event for our family. And and uh, and and I, but I, but I said I have to write this book, um, because because our kids are going to grow up in a different world if I don't write this book, and so so I don't really care about the implications there, um, but I, but <laughs> that's not a decision I can make by myself. <laughs> you need you to to be in that with me, um, because but that's actually what I thought would look it would look like, and and truthfully here um here's where it could still look like that. Um, many of the people on the show won't won't read the book yet. But there's nothing in the book that it, it's all fact based, it's all it's fallback, and nothing has changed my view about re, uh, a, a currency requiring deflation to get to the other side. Um, in fact, I don't know if humanity makes it as a species, if that doesn't happen, is that big a deal. But here's where there's some people that misinterpret the book. And because because we're going to go through no matter what society, humans are going to go through winter pretty soon. And there's going to be an unwind of epic proportions, and it's going to be and it's going to be really nasty. Can you imagine what people say about deflation in that environment? And so so potentially, I will still look at some point, like a fool, um, in that, because people are misinterpreting a, a debt a debt unwind with what I'm talking about, that you have to go through the debt unwind first to get to the other, other side, because these two systems are inoperable together. But that's uh, so. Uh, so, but at some point, that's what's going. That's what's going to happen. And, and can you can you imagine what society is like if the if you go through a debt unwind? Um, in, a, in a deflationary depression what people will do to try to if it looked like the great depression on steroids what what people will uh, will do in that environment so that's still 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 to come
1: what pushback have you had from some of like the mainstream expert economists or politicians or anybody that's been brave enough to stick their heads up and, and, and call you out because, you know, I I'm sure my feed is uh, curated for me and I just see people that love your work and uh, you know, praise it and understand it deeply, but have you had any pushback and,
0: and no, not on, and that's so the pushback only comes from, you don't understand the financial system, not, not, Okay, explain it to me then. <laughs> right, the uh, the 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 pushback uh, comes from people who are so stuck into a, an existing system that they can't see that that, that we're undergoing a system change. So, uh, and and so, but no, no first principle, nothing, nobody has questioned this, this thesis. In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, it, a very senior person of a very big bank in the u.s um uh actually he couldn't get into the conference he we booked a room close to the uh close to the conference and 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 flew there just to see me and uh and 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 he said listen you you're writing you're everything else you're the top macroeconomic mind on the planet today and that's your with like, whoa it, it, because other people are following you at that level because he said he said because most people can see how one system operates you have this unique ability to see how both operate at the same time and how both will and the reinforcement effects of one moving to to the other and what what that that will look like he said your works followed everywhere you just don't know it <laughs> how did that feel it felt humbling um it felt humbling for a dropout of the university yeah. um, but uh the um but of an arts degree yeah exactly of an arts degree um the uh yeah felt really humbling but um but when i think about economics today um when i think about what people their belief system on on economics today, it, it's, it's, I give, it's like, it's like reading the horoscopes to predict your future. Right? It's, it's, and, and then they keep on making up more and more um, horoscopes, it's, it's completely make believe. And I wish I wasn't saying that but but some of the core fundamentals in our entire system are, are wrong. And, and but people believe them because they've been core fundamentals for so long. Um, and, and name me a physics reason, name me any reason that the world must have inflation, which is really just a hidden theft for us to function. So, And, and if you just pull that thread apart, because most people won't question what inflation is right? Because they just so believed in that. Neither will economists, they'll just believe some old, some economists that died a long time ago thought that there was inflation. So so it's just feeds back and it's worked for a long time. But 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 say it a different way, instead of inflation, say say for our world to work, we must lose value of our money every year. And, and, and then you then you start to have inquiry, and why that is, that doesn't make any sense. Right? Because in and, and worse than it not making any sense is, you could say that in a theoretical textbook. But it doesn't when it meets the hard reality of the world, when we when we all make decisions based on value, and we make decisions, every single person wants more value every year and in, in their personal decisions, they're making decisions for more value. How could you have a system designed to have less value? So it should work for every one of us to chase more value. But you have a system designed to get less value. And we all believe that system. So 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 again, um, going maybe being on the outside looking in is an advantage. Same as in technology and everything else, because uh, because what you do from an outsider looking in is you question all the rules, um, and you and 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 then you get to the and by questioning the rules with an open mind to see which rules should be there, which with with a wide open mind and and keep on questioning and asking why, why, why it was like the, this, you build a foundation of knowledge that might be different, might be the same as the uh, as the existing structure. But once you understand the new rules and what they could look like, all of your energy wants to move into into fixing the system. And so but, by the way, human beings, we are designed to hope for a better future we're designed to do this job. That's what actually entrepreneurs do in any business. They, they, they see an existing market structure or, or an opportunity and they they ask why. But once they understand how, how, how you could create value somewhere else. And remember, you don't create value unless you create value for somebody for somebody else. I um, your business fails unless you create value for somebody else. Um, the then they go all in on trying to create that value. They might be wrong. They might be, but they go all in and trying to create that value. In what's happening today in the world, that's actually what's happening on Bitcoin and the rest of the world in a, in a meta-level structure. There's a bunch of people in, um, that are, are this deep in Bitcoin that understand the world we live in, not just the, the businesses that we use, but at the meta-level, the world we live in, is based, is 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 working on a broken system that cannot work anymore, and they understand that Bitcoin is probably the only chance to change that system.
1: It's funny you bring up entrepreneurship because you are, as we've um, been discussing, you, you you opted out of school to go and um, pursue your own business pursuits and uh, become an entrepreneur in in air quotes. Now. Many of us that have just gone through the usual nine to five corporate ladder career, hamster wheel, all the way through. I mean, I did that to the age of 37. I looked upon entrepreneurs as these special kind of people that, you know, what makes them tick? How do they do it? I would read all of the books and whatever else. I would now argue that entrepreneurship is our default nature. And the system that we've somehow fallen into this trap, of having all of that beaten out of us somehow. I mean, how do you feel about kind of that thesis?
0: So, so, yes, uh, generally, but it's a bridge far for a lot of people that haven't gone through this, right? So, 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 why do we go to school? Why do pe- people? So, it's, it, education today is free. It's completely free. Um, certification is not free. But education is free. Um and and so why do we go for school? Why do we go for school? It's part of the same construct. It's part of the construct that you'll get a better job if you go to school. And 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 that might've been true for a long time. Uh, it might've been true even in our age. It wasn't, well, it wasn't true for me, obviously, but, uh, um, but, um, but it's, but it's true for a whole bunch of people that went to, uh, went to school and got better jobs than their counterparties or peers. And you do that for safety in a system and to get it, get ahead. And what's happening is that system is changing through technology and education free, uh, uh today as that system is changing people are starting to question the system and 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 in in that and so am i going to spend five hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars for an education to be that much in debt to wait maybe i don't get a better job on the end of that education and i put this much time into it so um and and so that takes a special type of person who can look into that, that construct and 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 question the construct that's that, that, that uh, that's working uh, today and and arguably what entrepreneurs know, know as well and when you say everybody's an entrepreneur they're they're making that their con most people think entrepreneurs are, are, are uh, risk, risk takers if you're not an entrepreneur people think entrepreneurs are risk takers I couldn't disagree more Um, they're asymmetric bet takers. And and so what they realize is they could do anything. And, and they're learning and their accountability to be able to uh, learn this. So the downside of if it fails, I'll start again somewhere else, I'll do something else. And, and I learned all these lessons to get to this spot, spot. That's the downside. So there really is no downside. The upside is I stand in a different world of something that I created my uh, uh, out of my own hard work and everything else, and and so and all of the learning that. So so when I think about that calculation, it's an asymmetric bet. It's a massive upside bet with no downside because because the the learning that it re- requires. Um, so so but the same thing when we, what you just said, a system will reinforce on itself. And people will seek safety in that system, without the realization that it's the most unsafe place to be. And if you if the world's changing really fast, these structures break down overnight.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's so true. So you you leave college. What's the first thing you go and (laughs) do? Real estate.
0: <laughs> and, and my parents did real estate yep yeah, who doesn't e- 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 exactly yeah. and uh um in what in what capacity what 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 uh real estate sales but i but but right. i but I, I i went into at the time you could you could either go into a training organization and split your commission with a training organization or you could go rent a desk and and and, and pay a fee in uh in uh in uh in a hundred percent organization so you could either Seek safety. Somebody would kind of hold your hand, or you could be in the deep end. What would I choose? <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> guessing deep end, Jeff. <laughs> a deep end, um, and I knew nothing. Like I'm 19, 20 years old, knowing nothing. You have a, you you have, and by the way, you can imagine my parents. Um, they'll listen to this. They were so mad that I that I dropped out of school to do uh, to do this, and then go into real estate. It like they didn't want me in their house. Like I couldn't be, so I was on my own and I, I always knew if everything ever failed, they would, I could go, go, go back. So we had, but, but they kicked me out of the house. Um, and, and I'm so glad they did. Um, because, and, and I had, (laughs) I had three months, um, of desk fee, living expenses, everything else to be able to make it. Without the realization that even if I sold a place on my first day, normally it doesn't close for three months. <laughs> and and by the way, who tr- who who trusts a nineteen year old realtor to sell their home? Nobody. Um. All my friend, all my friends are partying. All my friends are at school and partying and everything else. And I'm and and I don't know what to do. I show up the first day at the office in in a suit that's probably two sizes too big. Um. And uh, and and there's a phone on this desk that I've rented, and that's it. Um, pho- oh, phone and a phone on bu- uh, a phone book, and and I don't know what to do. So I open up the phone book and I start with A's and I start dialing. But, 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 I know it sounds so stupid today, but because when you because when you dial the first number and somebody answers, you realize uh, you don't know if they own a house or if they're... <laughs> so. <laughs> But I made tens of thousands of those calls. Uh, yeah. So, so motivation, motivation, uh, perseverance. A um, hundred out of a hundred. Knowledge and ability, zero out of a hundred. And, <laughs> and but but that but that motivation to be able to to do that creates the knowledge to be able to figure out better ways. And uh, and so deep, deep end, and it all worked out. Do you remember many of those early phone calls like uh, Oh yeah, oh yeah like most of, most of them hang up like like most I of... actually though I got so good at it after after a time that I re- I realized I was actually celebrated the hang ups by the way at th- that time so every phone call was worth $20 hang up or not I just I, what I did is I calculated I back-end calculated how, what it was worth that was the funnel coming in and 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 so you can imagine $20 was not a lot for phone call compared to what what what, what but that's what it that what it turned out to be. So, I celebrated even the nose.
1: It's so funny because uh, I spent some time um, consulting with startups and uh, specifically with their sales teams and the young guys that would come on. they would be like twenty to twenty five, uh, fresh out of college, and um, you know. So okay, so you know what 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 blocks are you hitting? He's like, well, I don't want to. Uh, I hate cold calling. I'm like, I, I hate to tell you, you've not made a cold call in your life. Like, they, they, No, 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 Dan, you don't understand. I've got to make 10 calls a day. I'm like, yeah, but you've got the numbers and they've got the business and you know you can add value to that business. You do not have the phone book in front of you and holding a badminton racket trying to sell shit to people they don't want. That's cold calling. And they're like, huh? Just that really completely threw their minds upside down. Uh,
0: But what you were doing was the good old (laughs) fashioned. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I found better ways, and I found, and as you get into this, you found. I still remember my first listing um, that ca- that came in, uh, and it was a listing that had sold, uh, or sorry, it was a listing that was on the market for two years, and I went to the door, and and it had expired, and I went to the, uh, in the afternoon. I would drive around, kind of the expired listings, and I'd go and knock on the door, and the guy and the guy said to me, he said, <laughs> he said, why. He, he swore, but I'll use hell. go, and and he like he's super aggressive guy, and he goes, "Why the hell would I give you uh, my my listing? Um, uh, you look fourteen years old. How could how could every uh, um, this this realtor didn't do it? This realtor didn't real do it. Why the hell would I give you my listing? And I, and I didn't know what to say. And here's what I said. I said. What they have, what they didn't have going for them is uh, is they had other listings and they had a whole bunch of other people. I don't have one. I don't have anything. You're my guy. <laughs> I want <will do> everything. <laughs> he invited me in the house. I sold a, I ended up I sold it. He told a bunch of friends and I was off to the races. So yeah, that's amazing. That's that's all it takes, right? It takes that
1: kind of extra. What is it? What is it? It's not. It's not ballsy, right? It was like it, it comes back to what you said. It was an asymmetric bet. I can knock on that guy's door and he can tell me to fuck off, like he did. Yeah. Or that could become my first sale.
0: And and if it, if he tells me to, uh, if he tells me to fuck off, then he can then it's either uh, it's either one of two things. I need to learn how to to tell my story better because I will do more than anybody else for him. Mm-hmm. So it's either me not delivering that. I don't know how to tell that story, or um, he doesn't, uh, or he doesn't believe uh, believe that, and he doesn't want to hear that story. But one of those two things, it's uh, it, uh, it, it's it, it's that outcome. So I can get better from every one of these, and that's my accountability on it, and 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 just keep going. So, it, it, by the way, that that whole story. Uh, when you're twenty years old and you're making it at that time. Um, it, because at the first while, it was terrible. Uh, I, I was, <laughs> I ate a lot of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, 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 it was barely, I was, I, I, I was no bed. I was sleeping on the floor. I was, uh, it, um, like, it was, it was, it was really everything to try to uh, be su- uh, successful in this. Terrible uh, apartment that I was renting, but then after it started to click, um, not very long after, like at, at that age to make two three hundred thousand dollars a year in in late eighties, um, and uh, and and you're twenty years old, it was it was it was nuts. So that was it was really great. Then I bought a real estate company, um, and. Uh, and then started a building company. And, uh, and so, but all of these examples were just really kind of, okay, I just need to learn this, then, an, oh, then a different door opened, I need to learn that, then a different door opened. I need to learn something else. So I would never guess if you asked me at, uh, at 19 or 20, I would have never guessed in a million years that I'd be doing what I'm doing today. Man, that is it.
1: So you went from dropout. You put in about what would you say like a, a year of of that slog before it really yeah. started paying off.
0: Yeah, probably uh, probably six months. It started to really pay uh, pay wow. off, uh, but then it just kept on getting better and better and better. So I was, uh, it, 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 and I didn't want to do that forever, um, but uh, but it. It was actually hard to leave because I uh-huh. I, I could tra- I could travel a lot of the uh, free time tons of free time, had a crazy great business. People people thought when I left to start my other technology business, what are you doing? You have a perfect life. Like, what are you? Why are you? Why are you doing this? Because everything's easy. Um, so I uh, yeah. The, uh, um, but but about yeah. So six months till it started to really pay off, and then, then it just got better and better. So I want to ask then.
1: I want to ask, and you, you said your parents might be listening to this, and I believe your your mother's name is Sheila. Is that is that correct?
0: That's, that's right, Sheila and Rod.
1: Right. Okay, I, I know that because Sheila turned up in the Toxic Happy Hour chat at one time when you were on when you were on the show. So yeah. hello, Mr. and Mrs. Booth, if if you are listening. Um, what did they think when like 6 months in you're like already absolutely churning it out just ridiculous results
0: I, I, um well they wouldn't let anything go to my head number 1 <laughs> so you, you want people who would call me on things 100% but but i think like have have your parents have your parents be as close as like they're their best friends today like they're, they're, uh, so I, I imagine they felt pretty proud too. And ever uh, so, but, but.
1: Was the old know, man that. scratching his head like, how the hell has he done that? <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> they, they, they knew, or, they or knew. Was it, they, or was it a case of, uh, he must've been taking some hints. You know, he must've been watching probably. my style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: probably, probably,
1: <laughs> 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 Well, I'm not going to wax. I'm not going to let you just wax over. Then I went to, you know, start a technology business because this is obviously um, a, a huge deal for you, a, a massive part of your life when you, you, so you, you did that, then you did the real estate business and um, you, something clicked for you. You saw another asymmetric bet.
0: When did you see that and what made you go and start Build direct? Okay, so there's a story before Build Direct. And it's a it's a quick story that got me into building. And so I had a and, and again, and it's I have to tell the story because I would have never been in building before built before that story if if this didn't happen. So obviously, I'm doing really well in real estate. I have a, I have a cabin, a little, I have a lake house, I have a beautiful house in that I ran renovated in one of the nicest subdivisions where, where we live, family subdivision where we live. And in that house, I'm living in that house. And it's a frat house. It's with all my buddies and it is party central. And it's, it's just so super fun. I'm in I am I, um, I'm in my I'm probably 25 years old uh, 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 at that time. And, um, and so uh, one of my clients that I'd sold their house wanted to live in that subdivision desperately. Um, but they couldn't afford the subdivision. It was probably at that time. It, it sounds <laughs> sounds like nothing today, but at that time it was a huge. Uh, it was it, the the sub the starting houses. It was probably thirty thousand dollars too high for them. They couldn't make the mor- they couldn't uh, qualify for mortgage anything else, and and so we looked at a couple that were just outside this uh, subdivision. And they said, L- okay, listen, we got to put an offer in because we want our kids in that school, and everything else. And I said, just hold on, don't put an offer in tonight. Uh, think about it because the the house they wanted to put an offer in was not right for them. And I came home and I said to my buddies, we're selling the house. And so um, and I said, "What? What?" what? And, uh, and I said, "We'll figure something out." I said, we'll, uh, maybe we'll build. So maybe I'll build something." So I called a fr- different friend that night, or, or, or kind of a different realtor, but it was older, who was also a builder. And I said, "If I pay you." Um, to teach me how to build. Would you teach me how to build uh, a house? And I'll do it w- with you. I'll pay you for it. And then we'll, we'll, and I found a lot. I said, we'll subdivide that lot and then we'll build a different house on spec. But I'll pay you for both houses. I'll pay you for building that and the, the other one, but the other one will be partners in. Um, and so he said yes. And then the next morning I called the the my clients and I said, listen, if you can give me six months to be able to build the house, then I'll sell you this house for 30,000 under what it's worth. And so, so, and I would have never made that, I would have never done that um, had it not been this family, oh, I wanted to get into the uh, uh, subdivision. So, so um, and, and yeah, again, so that door, it was kind of, it was sitting there you, and, and it was just Happens that I just opened that door, so the building, so then the build the house, and then the market started to uh, to go down, and so my house here I'm okay on, but the other house we're not okay on, and so so what tur- what was was looking like a profit started to not look like a profit, and then you're going to wonder how much you're going to lose on it and everything else, and just what is it as we were reducing the price, reducing the price then it then it sold but after like literally the day after it sold somebody came to us and said hey could you build us this exact house and and now I had to start a building company (laughs) (laughs) and and so so we we started a building company and 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 all like we're building a lot of different places all over and building company was really successful um it just but it grew out of that same thing like nothing and it just grew out of uh uh trying to do the best job for people and more and more people came came uh came to us and and it expanded really quickly um and and then out of that is where you were going with the next story and i didn't i uh i couldn't deliver a house on time to uh to to a, uh, a client and i was really mad and and why i couldn't deliver the house on time is because. The, at this time, the flooring didn't show up on time, and it pushed back the whole schedule of everything else. And, 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 and when you realize, and so I had to put that family up in a hotel and furniture and storage. And they were super mad. And they were, they were mad at me. But, uh, but, but they understood the situation, there's nothing I could do. But that there was nothing that I could do. And that happened all the time in building, building, building is just managing that chaos. Because of supply chain issues like that, and it happens everywhere. Most uh, most people, when they build, they kind of go into it knowing that that's what it looks like, and there's fear of, of 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 navigating that. And most people, most builders that succeed, are reasonable at navigating that fear, right? Or help trying to help that. But this the challenge of the supply chain produces that event on just about everybody. And so you have a whole bunch of people stuck in a system that just feeds back on itself. And, and, and so I said, I'm out, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to create a technology company that solves that problem. And so that was, uh, that, that was Build direct that, uh, that, that we went to try to create technology company to, to solve that supply chain problem. And that was the next 17 years of your life. If I, if I'm the next that right. 17 years of my life again, and knowing nothing about what what it would take to do to create a technology company in then in in an industry like that, um, going yeah, uh, and learning so much on the way through that. Well,
1: I mean, it says uh, here, you know, you. you You navigated through the the dot-com meltdown, the 2008 financial crisis, many waves of uh, technological disruption and uh, competition that was coming in as well. Uh, You know, that there must've
0: been some very, very challenging times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was to say the least. You really find out, uh, you really find out who you are. You really find out, you you learn a lot. You learn a lot about those signs on your forehead that are holding you back. Um, You, you, um, but what was holding that, you back? Do you think? I, it depend, depends on when you asked, right? Um, so I'll get but I'll get I'll give you one. Um, and, and I'll give you one that that broadly could be rolled up against that. Uh, you'll see you'll see what I'm saying in a whole bunch of other people even today. Um, so uh, and I see it in a whole bunch of startup founders that I mentor. Um, so what it takes to create kind of the startup um, the, the startup is a conviction that everybody else is wrong. And, and you're right. And what, what that what that means is most people won't see it. And most people will call you a fool, right? And, and people that you go to, to raise capital from, and everything else, by the way, it, let's just quickly connect this. If you're right, um, being early means being misunderstood by the entire market is a requirement. People will not see it. If you do what what's happening today on Bitcoin, celebrate it. It's why that's an asymmetric bet. That most people don't understand it is, is it's actually why it's a that that it's that asymmetric bet and it can do so so well. If everyone understood it, it wouldn't look like it does today, the price that it looks like today. So, but same thing in business. So what what creates that that tension is you know you're right or you hope you're right. Um and and everyone you talk to thinks you're a fool. And so you get at this hard edge um, and you keep pushing and you t- hopefully bring small group t- team together who believes in you and your warriors against an existing system. And then, and for a long time, nothing happens and you're trying to, to eke through that. Try, for us, we had to, um, some of the wars through that time, um, we had a we had a fifteen million dollar investment that vanished went on when when September eleventh, and so the business that we ha- hadn't decided we we were uh, started in late ninety nine, we're gonna start selling in two thousand two and had to build the technology through this and we're just about there and had people really excited about it, September eleventh everything fell apart and and I had to get rid of half of my team who loved this every bit as much as we did, who were totally committed to make this work and had to get rid of half of my team overnight, um, to be able to try to get this out the door um, and save save the company to through no fault of any, any so just lots of different wars. But now, then on the other side, when we, when we turned it on the first, uh, the first month, I think we made it was $20,000 and then it was $50,000. And so the first month, we went from 20,000 by the end of the year a $1 million by the end of the next year, 14 million by the end of the next year, 28 million. And remember, everybody before had said, this won't work, this won't work and everything else. And now it's working. And it's just spinning back on itself. It's growing so fast, and you're hiring more people and everything else. And so now back to the lesson, you gain a bunch of arrogance. Um, And it's working, and it's working, and it's working, it's working at that rate, all the way up to 2008, and the financial collapse of uh, 2008. And, and I could easily say, the, the, the financial collapse, it wasn't me and everything else. And and we were just a victim through, uh, through the financial collapse. But that wouldn't be facing the real truth. But the real truth is I, I knew that that was coming. And I should have had team around me that held me in check, a stronger team to be able to get ready and change the business before that, uh, before that happened. And why didn't I? Because when, when you've been almost the outcast driving forward against everybody, and then everybody comes to you and tells you you're right and how smart you are, you want to believe them and you hire more people that tell you how smart you are and you sit in that spot that you become the bottleneck to the next evolution of growth rather than and so i see this pattern in a whole bunch of young ceos because it takes that type of it takes that type of conviction to be able to get to the first first part and then everything in what created the first wave of you has to change to be able to expand your team to get to this uh, to the next wave so if you say one of those lessons that would, would be a huge lesson um in fact i've I architect the I, I, I talk about that lesson like this and this is something that's relatable everywhere it's relatable to countries it's relatable to people and it's relatable to to ceos it's relatable to everyone the more influence and power you have, your humility has to go up faster. Because if it does not, the influence and power is unstable, it will, it's, it's gone every time because people won't tell you the truth. People won't you will, or you won't hear it. You're so you become so in a silo of your own stuff that you won't, uh, you won't hear it. So your humility has to go in, in, lock, uh, in lockstep to kind of retain influence
1: interesting very very interesting and you're right i have yeah I, there's several examples of, of people becoming
0: bottleneck uh, you know as soon as they get to that that point look at look, look at elon musk today right so so what what ends up happening is it, it, it becomes it, it becomes about e- an ego mm-hmm. it becomes it becomes i i'm the most important person on the planet and I can play games with everybody else as a result, and 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 it, become, it becomes it comes becomes profoundly sad.
1: It certainly has become profoundly sad, and it's not going to end well. It's yeah. it's really not. Um, and just so
0: and again, know, again, again, I, and this isn't the time, but but, but he think he, he he's totally convinced that like he you want to sign on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no idea that this is happening to him.
1: Bitcoin is a trying to make him aware, <laughs>
0: but he won't but, listen to us. Yeah, exactly. But he has a sign on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he, but again, it, uh, because he has to be the guy um, to be able to make make humanity a multi uh, uh, right. planet, species, and a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of other things um and he stepped in uh, ste- uh stepped into that or say uh, and he doesn't realize that a lot of what he's doing are uh are not congruent together
1: no completely um counter each yeah. each yeah. other yeah. Like, completely incongruent. yeah complete nuts so 2000 um when did you sell build direct
0: so i didn't and that's another uh misconception uh, misconception okay and So, um, and I wrote about this in the book, too, I don't know if people really picked up on it, because the book is but but I walked away from build direct four years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. So, so my own personal net worth in build director was was around $100 million. Um, It was was worth about 500 uh, 500 million at, at that time. And, but I had put debt into the business to be able to, because the next wave I had to change the business to look more like a marketplace platform like Amazon um, from the first wave of e-commerce and that wave, even though that that my board, everybody, venture capital was all for it, the change and what the change required was essentially... um, you're you're building a rocket ship while you're flying a plane and you're having to step off the plane onto the rocket ship at the right time and and so they're two different businesses and 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 by the way here's another really big lesson um i didn't realize um what you do in an early stage company is you innovate 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 try to find product market fit so changing all the time is exactly what you're, you're supposed to do until you find product market fit and takes off Changing a company that's 350 people doing one thing to another company, I I misunderstood the timing and and what it took to do that, and I misunderstood the people aspect that even if they believed this other this other path, and they all did, they had to go back in their to their desk and work on the old business, knowing full well if we did this, that job was completely gone. So that creates a whole bunch of pain, what I should have done what you just said, what I should have done is instead of try to change build direct, I should have sold build direct started the new one. But I tried to change build direct and, and, and and what that took is we didn't have enough capital. And, and one of my, at that time, friends, multi billionaire friend, uh, friends, um, said, listen, um, I love what you're doing, and and want to put in uh, some capital. Um, let's put in debt, but you don't worry. Here, and, and and because it was a friend, I a huge mistake. I didn't do the same kind of diligence I would do on a typical capital. So I put in the debt, and then that debt became an anchor. And that debt became an anchor because because um, because you couldn't raise any more money in front of it. And he didn't want to move the debt. And um, and and more more than that, he wanted the company. So he came to me one day, and this is pretty uh pretty sad story story. He he said, Listen, I love what you're doing, you need more capital. Um, and I'm the only person that you can get it from, and uh because of the because of the existing uh existing debt, and uh and I, actually, he came to me through his guys and said uh, said that, which is even worse. And he, and he, and he said, um, but I only want to own it with you. So I'm going to give you more of the company, but we're going to wipe out everybody else. And so you can imagine uh, what I might do in that situation. So first, I tried to do everything to try to make that not happen. So I I fought like everything I had, I had another $10 million that sitting ready to close. But I knew if I closed it, he would capture that too. And everything else. So at, the, at a point when I realized I couldn't get out of this, I walked away. I, and I walked away knowing full well, here's the thing. it would in 2008, I'd sold our personal residence, our personal family house to be able to fund the business. and uh, and so we were renting at the time, all in in this company. And in 2017, I, I walked I, I, I walked away, not knowing how I would pay rent at the end of the month being from being from worth over 100 million dollars walked away with literally zero not knowing how I'd pay rent at the end of the month and, and, and came home and most people don't really kind of have that conversation when you come home right so um, now what do you do yeah you do but but again my integrity wasn't for sale for any price um it, it, and 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 so and by the way the best thing that ever could have happened, unfortunately, so I knew it would happen. I knew he would take the whole company, what he would do, he would try to, uh, he would try to flip it. And so the company just died, like it's still kind of eking along, but it's just just a terrible uh, coming. It's actually sad to even have my name associated with it at all. I own zero in a tiny, tiny bit um, in in the company. Uh, But, but again, instead of him and i owning it he just wiped out everybody and 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 took it to try to to try to flip it out but when i walked away and every and the entire team walked away he had nothing left and so it just was it, it was just it, it was a shell of a it was a shell of a company and you lost he he lost an opportunity to be something so much uh, so much more too but what i gained um i you don't know how you show up to others until that time and that day um, that day I had because you imagine news wanting to interview me like why did why did one of the top big ex- technology executives just leave uh, leave his own company and everything else and I'd never told I never told this story right I never t- told I made the bad decision to put that in I never needed to tell all of this story I just um, it's not it's not me, it's not mine anymore. And so I I, I walked away. But, uh, but that day, I had three calls from three different uh, people who didn't know each other, who and and you imagine that how dark a day that is. Uh, Like you're just flailing, you don't know what to do. You feel like you've let every single person you know down. That's how I uh, I felt. And you don't know what to do. And, uh, And I had three different calls that said virtually the same thing. Um, and uh, Kelly, my wife, heard two of them, said, Jeff, I'm going to wire you $100,000 to your personal bank account. You never have to pay me back. Don't tell Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and, and I get emotional on that, because and and I never needed to take the money. But the feeling of who does this for somebody else? the, 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 The feeling that that I might have had that impact on other people that they might uh, do that for me was it was was a feeling I still it's hard to it's hard to put into words. But but so you, you know, what, for me, here's the biggest takeaway, at nothing, at nothing, no money, no anything else, no, uh, I had everything. That's, the, the, that's probably the ba- biggest takeaway from that, that story. And that everything in the next in the next 18 months, I was asked to join over 300 boards. I was the the the, the world came to me like they, they just how, how, how much opportunity abundance everything else and, and how fast all of that money came back. Like it was it was it was it was it was, it was it's hard. To, I pinched myself, I cannot believe um, how easy the money side is when, when it's actually not the important thing.
1: Man, that's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea of that, of that story. We, we all kind of, you know, read the headline. Um, like, like, like I, I asked you the question, I thought you'd sold the business. I thought that was your ticket. I thought
0: that was what walked, set you away, up with was. Zero. walked away with zero. Um, and, 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 uh, Yeah, so four years ago, zero. (laughs) By the way, it doesn't look like that anymore. But uh, But, uh, um, but, but but that's uh, um, so how fast, uh, how how fast things if to me, uh, to me what uh, if I say the the lesson, integrity matters. Hmm. Um, And, and I couldn't have lived with myself, imagine me saying yes to that guy. I would have hated, I, I would have hated him. But now I would, I would have hated myself, I would have hated myself for so I would have turned on a whole bunch of my friends and, and people around my business for money. And it was something what I wouldn't have been able to live with myself on. And instead, instead, it looks it, it it it's just such an incredible life and everything else, I might not have written a book had I had I still been caught in that business. So so uh, yeah, so just abundance everywhere, from just remaining true to who I was. I'm
1: guessing. I'm, I'll I'll just ask: did, Have you and the uh, the guy ever
0: like uh, made any kind of peace, or is that just uh, you know walking away? Asked, and- he, he asked to. I, I got an email, and I and I and I and I said, and I <laughs> I have the saying: um, I will believe anything somebody says to me until they show me different when they show me who they are, I'll believe that. And so he showed me who he really was. And, and I don't need more friends. I don't need like I don't need I so so and I don't actually I don't even begrudge him. That's who he is. So I just I just don't want that in my life. So I have way better people around. So so again, if that's who he is, great, you can do you do you. But it's just I, I i can't be around that and i i literally i don't have i don't have any um any hate for any, any anything uh on him it's just okay I, I i'm in a totally different place yeah you, you you've you use the other h h word hope
1: yeah that's that's what we all feel when um and just to Circle this all around and, and end it um, with a little bit of a Bitcoin chat. Um, although I did find out some some awards that that you have been awarded uh, throughout we your career. Stop! That. Stop! That. stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't want me uh, reading this out. But in 2015, uh, you were awarded uh, the BC Technology Impact Award CEO Jeff Booth Awarded Person of the Year. Do you remember that? Was that a big? Yeah. What? How? how what? How did that come about? What was? Uh, what was that like? Uh,
0: that that was a complete surprise uh, and uh, complete surprise and but but again humbling and uh, uh, and, and so there's a uh, it's before the time of uh, of this but if you actually type that into YouTube. Um, the Personally, the person year, you'll see the video of uh, 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 of that. Uh, it, it was it, it was pretty special event. It was pretty spe- It was a really special event.
1: Very cool. And then a year later, Goldman Sachs named him among its most 100 most intriguing entrepreneurs. When what does
0: that mean? Intriguing? I don't know. <laughs> You've got to tell me. <laughs> exactly. I don't know either. <laughs> could mean crazy. <laughs> was that
1: was that just kind of in a magazine or something? Or were you invited to another? Oh, no, I
0: wasn't. Inv- yeah, I was invited to a, an event. And again, there's all sorts of these things. If you understand what they're really about, they're really about the investment banks trying to to win your business. And to and, and, and because because I'm connected to a whole bunch of other technology leaders and everything else who are really close friends. Imagine the time that I built that company. And if you think about your Rolodex of people that you know, and friends and, and, and you've been through a whole bunch of this together. And, and the number of companies that I've helped that are now name brand companies that 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 behind the scenes, I would help in in, in this or invest in or everything, everything else. So you build a lot, a lot of if you if you think like this, and you actually care about people, you build a lot of forever relationships, really great relationships. And so that that those relationships that are other people Bank bankers and everything else kind of want access to you for for your relationships and and and, uh, and contacts. And in that case, I'm sure um, that 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 time, okay, Bill directs a high chance to go um, in a big IPO public company. Let's let's name the people and and wine and dine them too. But that was a pretty normal course of business. That type of thing happening all the time.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. I know, I know those games. Um, the 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 last thing I wanted to uh, to ask you about um, is about Bitcoin and about what you see from from that world. You know, from from that tier of CEOs and uh, business leaders uh, around the world and and the network that you've built over the uh, the last twenty years of your career. Uh, you know, what I always urge the plebs to do is, you know and we all know like the plebs is an endearing term, just keep stacking. Don't, don't trade, don't sell any, just keep stacking because there is a huge amount of money coming into this space within the next, it's already started happening. I mean, my goodness, look at Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy and whatever people say about Tesla and Elon Musk. Um, Tesla still put like a billion dollars on their balance sheet. This is going on so much behind closed doors that we don't even know about yet. And I'm sure you've had many conversations with, with people on your board and uh, personal friends. What's your message to the plebs? What's going on at that kind of level that
0: we should be aware of? Um, my, my conviction on, this, on, on Bitcoin has only gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. I don't see another way out of an existing system without, without Bitcoin. And what that means, if you just, and that's, so your advice is perfect, just keep sacking at, at all times, At these prices, it's going to be a rounding error um, uh, down, uh, down the path. Now, let's, I, I want to be careful with uh, just, here's what I want to be careful with. Some people apply leverage to the tons of leverage. And if you're okay with that situation of going to zero in a leverage situation where you can hold through it, then do that. Um, it it, it, build direct would be no different example, right? I applied leverage, I missed it, and I lost, I lost everything, no change to my life. But if if, but if people are so in that they're so completely in and something, maybe I'm wrong, maybe something changes, but um, that, that, that they've lost everything because of this. I don't expect that to be true so i'm very very long bitcoin and people should uh, but um but in in that question how much do you really need the there's there's only 21 million bitcoin there's over 50 million millionaires and there's 3000 multi-billionaires so they can't all get a bitcoin um and so how many people are coming on to this asset class um, so if you just calculate, what does that mean? You don't actually need very much to be able to to do that. So so just be careful. People should uh, be careful because you don't want to feel like I've lost it all on the, on that dips and everything else. And I'm and I'm so all in that I've lost myself on it. So that's just the ca- that's just the caution. But the but the other side of it is yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> keep keep buying through all of this if you can afford to keep buying you should keep buying because it's it's, my thesis has only gotten stronger on bitcoin
1: yeah i completely agree and uh, yeah how much do you need uh i don't know
0: mike seems to need a lot but uh you know that's his story <laughs> yeah but but again everybody has their different story like i i don't i don't want to be the king of the world i don't want to I, I, like i i i i don't need that much in, in, per, in perfect world as this kind of moves out i'm going to sink back into oblivion or to to, to obscurity and everything else and uh and, and, do, you have, do you have a
1: Citadel in mind? Are you kind of uh, thinking so, for the next, I mean, with the real estate guy in you? And uh,
0: so, so here's where I would say on the Citadel thing um, from, okay, I don't know how many people on this specific podcast are as deep on Bitcoin uh, as you, but this this be a conversation for you and I then first. I worry about the whole Citadel conversation. And the reason I worry about the Citadel conversation is what I want most is more plebs on Bitcoin. That's what I want most. Because the more people that are on the less dislocation, it'll look like going through uh, uh, through the through what's to come. And, and so I want less dislocation, I want more plebs on the and citadels. It, when you think about what that means for most people, it means leaving, uh, leaving a place and then you have new leaders, in a different different place that are all comfortable and and the world's in chaos. And and so why I try to not talk about that so much is because because I don't want the world to look like this And and, and on the transition. What I think about is is this, um, and again, when you say that or when people say that in, in Bitcoin, and people have a lot of fear and they don't want to understand Bitcoin and they're stuck in a system that's negative externalities, you don't, you don't leave one system to another system that provides more fear, you leave for hope. And so what we need to do in Bitcoin, we need to provide more hope to what it looks like. And, and, and and then now if I add this, one of the things that I think is vastly misunderstood, just as much as is vastly misunderstood on the existing system looking at Bitcoin, is Bitcoin looking back at the existing system. And what I mean by that is, we interpret that on a Bitcoin standard, governments could look like they look like today. And they couldn't. I mean, security, everything else, they have. They must get way smaller because you can't hide inflation in a lie to expand government. You have to tell the truth to people. So by telling the truth to people, you you have to, it, it's true democracy. It is more, looks like a true democracy. And if I want a firefighter in my neighborhood and I want to pay taxes, which I do, um, and I want to pay taxes for that, I'm happy to pay taxes for it. And so governments are you're going to face this have to having to move to truth, And that's going to create this, this path of and and governments are going to get way smaller as a byproduct. And that's going to create a path of competition for truth um, from from governments. And when I think citadels, I don't think citadels as much as I think countries, um, countries for hopeful truth, uh, hopeful future and truth are going to be the biggest winners out of this, out of, out of this path. I hope Canada goes early, I, I can't expect, I wouldn't expect them to go early, but, uh, but, but we cannot, but, but when I look at what's happening in El Salvador right now, that's what's happening in El Salvador right now. And so you're gonna have an entire co- an economy and people moving because of hope for a better future to El Salvador and everything else. And then who's next? That's what's, uh, so that's the, when I think about this transition to Bitcoin, that's the transition I want.
1: It's funny you bring that up. I've, I've, I've analogized in my mind, Citadels as countries before, Um, or if you were to apply it to the US, for example, you know, separate States, which we're already seeing play out. Uh, rather than like the the world little city where you know we all gather together and um, create our own little caste system in there, you know no, I don't want any of that. That that's no. just more of the same. What I want to see is exactly like you said, what's going on in El, El Salvador right now. And um, my goodness, you know, watching that play out over the next six to twelve months is going to be pretty exciting. And, and listening to Peter's uh, interview with um, President uh, Nayib. Uh, can't pronounce his surname, Bukele. Yeah, Bukele. Um, yeah, right. He,
0: he seems to get it. Yeah, it, no, he, it, to- he, he totally, totally does. Again, pe- uh, people mistake uh, the primary for the secondary all the time. People right now are thinking uh, El Salvador has high crime uh, because of bad leadership. El Salvador has high crime because of a financial system that doesn't work. And by the way, the U.S. is getting higher and higher crime every year because of financial system that doesn't work. Um, for, and, and what people do when they, when they get left out of a system is they turn to crime. Mm-hmm. And so, so there is m- m- tons of hope for a better uh, better future. And even if can, uh, um, which because he's a Bitcoin hero right now, by, by, him, by taking the system uh, in, inside and fixing the rules, he actually he, maybe he doesn't even know that if he turned against it, he doesn't have the power anymore because the system is stronger than any one leader and and, and that's the point of Bitcoin why, why we say no heroes in Bitcoin. Is because it's about all of us, not any any one of us, and and and, and that's the beautiful thing about the, this protocol. It takes that power out of individual leaders that, who concentrate power on, and and hurt others.
1: So well said, and what a place to leave it. Unless Jeff, there's there's anything else that you wanted nope, to cover? that's good. That's, that's good. But it's so good. it's always great connecting with you. Yeah, you too, mate. You too, and. Uh, We've said it on every show that we've done. Can't wait to get to prop up a bar with you one day, wherever that might be. And if it so happens to be in El Salvador, in El Zonte on the beach, even better. But uh, who knows? Awesome. Well, how can people come and find you, Jeff, and learn more about you, your work, your book? And um, what's the best way
0: for them to reach out? Probably just on Twitter is best at Jeff Booth on Twitter. Excellent.
1: Well, thank you so much, mate. I really hope uh, the 21ism guys uh, enjoyed this one. I will be dropping this as well on the Once Bitten podcast. So if nobody's read the book yet, make sure you do. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, Chip. See you, mate. See ya.